What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. As usual, we've got the biggest show in the history of Lyles Movie Files. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're breaking down the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, which has so many people signed up except for one. Uh, we've got George Lucas's real thoughts on Star Wars The Force Awakens, the Joker movie controversy, Jonah Hill being the $10 million man for Matt Reeves' Batman franchise, and we're going to break down our favorite movie crews. So that can be any franchise, any one movie where a collective of unique individuals came together and just made for some movie magic. So we're going to break down our absolute favorites on tonight's show. But first, let's say what's up to the fellas. Gunner, what's up with you, man? What's good? What's good? How's it going, listeners? How's it going, people? Chilling. Jay King, what's up with you? Cooling, man. Live from New York. It's uh, Wednesday night. I'm giving you this great <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> um, let's do it, man. Let's give the people what they need. Big, uh, big, big shout to Chief, too. Guys, let's see here. If you're in New York, you kind of have to do it that that welcoming a little bit differently, right? Do I have to really? You I mean, you were real low key with that. I mean, you said the words, but I mean, it was yeah, kind of like, like the lines I mean, on the card. Yeah, dude. It's like where's where's the passion and emotion? Where's the passion? Where's the emotion? Where's right. the heart? Live from New York. It's Wednesday night. There you go. Wonderful. That was so much better. Can you re-edit that so that's in the beginning. That's what's yeah. up. Can we do something about that? That was terrible. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that with the editing. Thanks, Jeff. Why? <laughs> He's not telling the truth at all. He's going to play this as is. Little Brother Jace, how are you? I'm good. How are you today, man? I'm good. I just had a nice, clean edit break there. Oh, okay. Right. It's done. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. So, so you're good, huh? I'm good. Great. All right. Let's talk about somebody who is not good. Michael Rosenbaum, who is apparently going to play hardball like he did on Smallville <laughs> after he decided, I'm good, and I don't care how much money you try to put in this dump truck, I'm never coming back. He decided, he, he released a statement on Twitter that said he was visiting one of his relatives and CW producers, or the Arrowverse producers, came to him and was like, hey, we want you on this Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. We want you to play the Smallville Lex Luthor. Are you interested? He said, yeah, okay, what's up with the script? They said, script, what script? We don't need a script. We want you back in this crossover, man. It's going to be awesome. And then he was like, well, what's the deal with the money? They're like, money? What money? Dude, it's going to be awesome for the fans. They can't wait to see you. Isn't that priceless? Now, that was his take on Twitter. I'm kind of thinking that's maybe not exactly how it played out. Maybe he wanted more money than Robert Downey Jr. I'm sorry. Maybe he wanted more money than Stephen Amell. Thank you. And they were like, dude, come on. What have you been in that anybody knows you from who isn't a devoted Smallville fan that would want to see you, but who, whose first experience was Arrow as the start of the superhero universe on the CW going to care about you whatsoever. Now, Jace, I know you are the walking Smallville encyclopedia. 
What do you think about this decision for him to sit this one out, especially after Tom Welling and Erica Duran said, oh, yeah, we're down. Sign us up. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not buying until you I'm, I'm not buying until you, he's actually they're actually filming it because he. I mean, especially like if you uh, like, I don't know what's been happening with all like the Smallville cr- crew, but they've all been kind of hitting the touring circuit like uh they had like Kara. They've had uh, the girl who used to play uh, Star Girl. Like they've had basically all of them. Like uh, Lana's been on the circuit, so they've all been doing like kind of the, the Smallville uh, Comic Con circuit this year. You said you don't know what's going on. Smallville ran from 2001 to 2011. It is 2019. I know this. Money what runs I'm, dry. What I'm exactly. <laughs> So everybody's kind of like, hey, we need to get these extra checks in, and you know our bit, our our bit roles and other shows we expect to be running for a couple of years have not been working as we thought. So, uh, yeah, we probably could come to this crossover. Like, I buy him saying, hey, when you guys get a script, call me. Like, I buy that way more because he's like, I'm not gonna do this shit just because y'all want me to. It's like, I mean, if I'm, I mean, it's like. I mean, he. I mean, he. He waited basically to the last minute to come back for uh, Smallville's finale. So I doubt that dude's gonna say come in there as soon as you say, "Hey, you want to sign up?" No. Tell me what you want me to do. Yeah, so I, I, I buy. I buy him like saying, "Harry, right, once once you got a good script, I'll come in there." Because Tom, Tom could probably sell him more. Like, dude, I need you here. All right, sure, fine. But yeah, it's like I mean they they I mean I guess Jonathan Glover, John Glover can't do it, but yeah. The rest of I mean he'll, he'll I buy him coming back, but but when when everything's all said and done, he'll be the he'll be he'll be in Lex Luthor and Smallville. So you're not Luther, not okay. a drop. <laughs> I feel like John Glover was just in something not that long ago. No 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 what I'm what what well, he was actually in Shazam, but yeah what, right 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 what yeah. what I'm saying is. I'm thinking he. I thought he died in Smallville. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I see what you're that's saying. right. Yeah, because his his character didn't actually, Lionel die. Yeah, yeah Lionel. Yeah, both like Lionel died. I think both Lionels died. Like from uh, Earth oh, right. Three was uh, the one who was yeah, by body, right. and the other one Lex killed threw out a window, which was one of the coolest episodes of that season. Right. And hey, that's how Savannah got killed in Shazam, right? Hmm. That's how they killed Savannah and Shazam, right? No, they threw his brother out the window. And brother, Reed, okay. Reed okay. proceeded yeah. to whip the crap out of him. Gotcha. Wait, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Chief, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Chilling. What's up, man? How have you been enjoying birthday week? Oh, it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. good. Everybody's good. It's good to be reminded of your mortality and how much little time you have left. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> All right. She's bringing a ray of sunshine for us. All right. Yeah. Happy birthday, I mean, Chief. Happy birthday, Chief. Wow. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Please, please remember Happy birthday, Chief. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. Good Lord. Are you feeling like you got more good years behind you than you do ahead of you? Well, I found out this week that Bill Gates has more dollars than I have seconds left in my life. Yeah. 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 
to caveat that, it's nothing like finding out that there's somebody who's spending your annual salary in decorative flowers for their home. Yeah. 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 This is taking a really bad turn. Let's uh, zoom right back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Happy times. Lex Luthor's not coming back to Smallville. Okay. Gunner, what do you think about this? Michael Rosenbaum's not coming back. At least according to Jace, not yet. Batman hadn't done anything since like higher learning or whatever. Oh wait, that's Michael Ravenport. Whatever, whoever. They look. Isn't like Preacher a show like Preacher or something? Was he on Preacher? Uh, I'm trying to remember. He was on Preacher for. Like, I'm, like preacher? there was a, It wasn't like the Preacher on AMC. It was like some other Preacher oh. show. So. Yeah. Oh, I really would not watch that. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Let me run through real fast what he's done since. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> since uh, Smallville, basically, he's done. Uh, I'm really looking. It's Jack. Nothing. He's I'm done. At it too. He must be chilling. But he didn't. He's done voice acting as a Flash and Justice League Doom. He was in eight episodes of Breaking In. Uh, he was what? the Drift leader in Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Did the voice acting for Flash and Infinite Crisis video game. Did Johnny Charisma and Arkham Knight, which is still free on PlayStation Network. If you haven't gotten it, he was on 20 episodes of Impastor and yeah, seven episodes it. of Hunted. And he was Martin X in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the crystal character. So you didn't actually see his uh, yeah. So yeah, he's not done much of anything. Cameos, okay. homie. And you better get your be, money. He'll be there. Okay. He will be there. Chief. Um, too bad we won't see Chloe. Uh, no, I was just wondering. You know, maybe Chloe, to help pay for legal fees, could show up for uh, this. I thought I she was locked up for real. Uh, yeah, she's she's singing Akon right now. Man. I was joking. They won't right. let her out. <laughs> yeah, she ain't do no Takashi. And I don't want to see Lana just out of my long-standing hatred of the character. Why would Lana. we? After the way they oof. Nah. See, I took a break from Smallville after that. After that situation, uh, yeah. no, no, yeah, they, they, no. They, if, there is no way she could be in the same area as him. So don't worry. You, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. They, they That's close right. that door real good. He's <laughs> got like, the power of the kryptonite body. Right. I'll kill you. Yes. You, All right, they, Chief. What do you think about this? Tom Welling's back. Eric Durant is back, but we're not going to see Lex Luthor, at least for now. Uh, back, back where? In this crisis on Infinite Earth crossover, running oh, through no, Arrow, no, no, Flash, no, no, no. yeah, etc. Tom Welling, he, uh, did he slim down? I mean, it's Tom supposed Lewis to be a decade since we saw him. He was on Lucifer, but he's Superman, right? I mean, Superman could put on weight. He could be like the Alex Ross adult Superman who was hardly That's a negative. That's a negative. I was about to say, man, him, it's, it's like a year away. He really can slim down. It's like, hey, man. I, well, what I'm saying is this, man. I, Tom Wellington was on uh, Lucifer. You know I watched Lucifer. Yeah. And he was a lieutenant on Lucifer. Yeah, Tom uh, Welling. Yeah, the better, the better <laughs> has some size to him now. Yeah, it's, he's it's not like Clark Kent that we, right. It's not what we grew up on. I mean, it wasn't like muscles. It was right. like he, he, put on, he put on 20 pounds of muscle. Nah, you gotta like you gotta you know, you know Tom the Gut Wellington. 
You know what I mean? He yeah. got a little, he got, got a little gut with him, man. It's like uh, Superman from um, what's that with the gold rag? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the what's that Superman though? The, and, um, uh, from the from the joint with the prison out in the middle of the desert. It's not everybody too. Wasn't that the gold rag? The gold rod? Uh, Are you talking about Superman? Nah, it was a comic book uh, with Superman and everybody. It was years later. They were all older. And, oh, the good uh, You're talking about Kingdom Come. Kingdom yeah. Come. You know, he's comic book knowledge. Yeah, he does look built like him. But apparently Brandon Roth is going to play that character in this crossover. Oh, well, he's Kingdom Come Superman. He's, he's, he's old. You know what I mean? Out of shape. He does kind of look you know, like him, though, right? I, would, I, I totally like would buy him in that. Yeah, yeah should totally you know, switch that. Maybe they are, and they're just throwing us off. Yeah, I mean, because it's not that's like they've shot anything yet. That's perfect for Tom Swelling right now. I mean, Man. my goodness. <laughs> that's what Alex Ross... I mean, Alex Ross always drew Superman a little thick and, and wide. Yeah. He looked like... He, I, I mean, he looked like... He, I mean, like, uh, the Alex Ross looked like a dude who's like... He's not the most in-shape dude, but it's like, you wouldn't want to punch him because you don't want the repercussion coming back at you. Yeah. Same deal with Tom. There we go. Oh no, Tom. Tom too slow. I don't know about that. Oh, y'all are hating on Tom. <laughs> Man, so, you just don't like Tom. No, his dude. S is like a different font now. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. <gasps> okay. <laughs> now, since everybody's here, I am going to. Oh, before we get into that, so we've got all these people in in this crossover. Is there anybody else in Crisis that we really think should be here that hasn't been announced yet? Jace, how about you? Okay. Uh, I would think you should bring back uh, Huntress from Arrow Season 1. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I guess you got uh, the Katana... Right. From Arrow season three, I think I saw a trailer with her in it though. At least Ooh. I think, yeah. Uh, who else can I think of? Oh, Ragdoll. I mean, uh, Ragman. You know, the guy who actually cared that Chloe. I mean, uh, what's her Felicity. face? Felicity nuked the whole city. Yeah. Hey, like hey, hey, I care. <laughs> who else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I can remember. Who hasn't been like, oh, okay. yeah, you can, you can bring back Kid Flash. Yeah, and nah, Kid Flash's hair. I think Kid Flash, not dude who, who, who's rocking this, who, who, whatever Keon's name is now. No, oh, Kid Flash is, is going to be the first uh, non-binary character in the DC universe. So I think it's important to have representation and have him on there. Moving on. Man, Ooh, I just like there was no volume on my microphone. Just I, don't, I don't know. There was, not, there was no comment coming there. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, now, with everybody here, I have to make a dramatic apology because the fine folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment sent me the complete fourth season of Legends of Tomorrow. And they have sent me Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and Legends. So I've seen all four of the main Arrowverse 
focused shows from last season. And after watching and binging through the 16 episodes of Legends, I have to confess to you all that it was not the train, flaming train wreck of death that I that I kind of said it was as I watched midway through last season and decided I was done with Legends. It was actually, actually having a chance to sit down and watch it all at once. Really good. And I know that sounds crazy for somebody who said this show is terrible, but it actually was good being able to watch it all at once. They have, they still have stupid characters and some silly, crazy subplots. But after you get past the mammoth, mammoth, mammoth hole and mountain of them never really wearing their superhero costumes and not really having many DC superheroes on the team anymore. It's actually a pretty decent show. Much better than Arrow and much better than The Flash. Okay, you're, you're, right you're grading on a super curve there. It's like, oh. They, I'm comparing they, they, it to um, the other Arrowverse shows, but even if I didn't have them to compare with, it's just goofy. And. Sometimes that goofiness is stupid, but other times, like most of this season, it actually works for the show because it's just funny. Hey, fellas, remember when he said he wasn't going to change when we got sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed here are not, or, or Jeffrey loves his own. Not I gave him anything for free. Those of the other five, four of us, whatever. Yeah, no. This is why I said I had to apologize because I was on top of my mountain saying this show sucked. But I'm coming forward like a man taking my beating from you all because I knew this was going to go over really well like a farting hmm. donkey in Doom Patrol. Hey, Jeffrey. <laughs> would you I mean, like some of the, no, 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 no. That means I mean, Legends of Tomorrow is the fart. It's the fart. Legends yeah. of Tomorrow well, is the fart of the donkey. Last time you were here, you left your sweet, tangy, chili, chili Doritos. Mmm. Would you like some? And also, some sweet Sprite to wash it down. (laughs) (laughs) The cherry vanilla, the cherry cherry vanilla Sprite. Mmm. Actually, Chief, Chief, if I were going to go for a refreshing bit of drink, I would go with a nice Coca-Cola with vanilla Coke. If I'm talking Pepsi, you know I'm completely <laughs> sponsored out now. So yeah, but yes, Jace, you are correct. I have started to watch Doom Patrol, and it is way weird. Ooh, so weird. so weird. Um, but it's pretty consistent from what I remember about the comic book. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to go on it for being similar to what kind of weirdness was in the comic brought to a TV show. I'm not yeah, even past the first disc. I'm on the first disc still. Uh, oh, which, how many episodes five on the app? is the know. one I need to watch now? But yeah, it's... Um, oh yeah. gosh, you haven't even gotten weird yet. Yeah, it's pretty weird though. I mean, with, I love that line oh. where after the first episode, Mr. Nobody was like, yeah, and the three viewers who stayed with us after the farting Duncan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, dude. Because I was really thinking about it. Like, do I need to keep watching this show? Yeah, but there's the a voice. Of, he's the voice of that show. I mean, seriously, yeah. he's the conscience that of that show. show. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I, I I like. I love that part of that show. The weirdness of the show <laughs> and his narration's funny. Now for the overly pretentious opening credits. Good stuff. Um, but there is one show on DC Universe that I have no reservations, no problems, totally loving it. <laughs> 
and can't wait to watch it all at once because this week to week thing is driving me crazy. It is Titan season two. This is the season of the series that I kind of wanted in the first one, but now we finally got it and it feels like a Titan show and it is so good. Have any of y'all started watching Titan season two yet? I watched the first one. Yep. Oh man. See that first episode was basically like the, it was two we gotta close out episodes crap. in one. Yeah. It was like the season finale of season one. Yeah. And then like the first half of the first episode of season two. They had to do that. It was just like, they were like, okay, we went super dark here, which, you know, I didn't mind, but I could see brightening it up yeah. was definitely necessary towards the end of the last season. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they needed to brighten this one up. I think um, what happened, they started to, they changed the direction of which they wanted to go with the series. So they were like, okay, we're going to hold off on the season finale. We're going to leave what worked. And then we're just going to scrap half the episode and do another one. I think that's what happened. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, because there's a noticeable tonal shift from the first half to the second part. We're just like, oh, okay. Hey, here's a Titan show. Hey, there's Destro. But yeah, Gunner, you're probably doing the smart thing, watching it in bunches, because, man, they are really doing the effective comic book cliffhanger on these episodes. I'm like, Uh, cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's good. Cool Chase, what do you think? No, no, I'm saying after last week's, I was like, because I think I, I was watching and Jeff had already watched. He's like, uh, call me back when the next when it, when it's over. I'm just like, I'm really annoyed that they're actually doing this like once a week. Like Young Justice, you got to stuff in bunches and that was okay. But and then last year's Titans, you're like, eh, okay, I can I can I needed like a, li- a little bit of bunches just because I'm like. This is way dark, man. I'm just like, I get it. They they can say f bombs every five minutes. That's that's okay. Whatever. I don't I don't need that. But this one is you have like Jason Todd being the one that's kind of out there, and him him and Hawk kind of the ones out there. But everybody else is like kind of like normal people, and it's like, and you got like a superhero show. So it's like, oh, this is actually fun to watch. And then every week is has been like this really good cliffhanger. You're like, oh come on, man, really. We're in an episode now. Come on, man. It's actually what, like, if you really wanted to do superhero shows, this is the best way to do it. Because it's like each week you actually want to see next week. You don't want to wait, like, to binge it all five episodes in a row. You want to actually watch as quick as possible. And it's like night and day of every other show I've actually. I mean, honestly, it's night and day from every other show, uh, comic book show that's been out for at least like the last five years. I mean, it's it's noticeably improved. Yeah. Chief, Javon, I know you guys haven't gotten on to DC Universe yet, but do you are you a little bit more interested in checking out Titans? Javon, I think you would actually probably like the first season a lot because it's super dark. Probably so. I, I know it's home on this. I'm going to check it out. Um, but uh, it's gotten glowing endorsements from you guys so far. I'm probably willing to check it out. Yeah, first season is a little rough, but it it has a point. And when you actually get there, it's like, okay, y'all weren't just. But you know what, Jeff? Mostly the first season of anything is 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 going to be rough. I, mm-hmm. It's rare that I watched the show where the first season was. You had me at hello. You know what I mean? Did you and like Lost? Um, not until the second season. I like really? the first okay. season. It was okay, but the second season is what got me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, 
first season of most shows, man. They they're figuring out characters, they're figuring out where they go and everything. Who can gel so, well and all yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm and always willing people to give if they need to. Mm-hmm. And get I'm always willing to get getting rid of people when they need to, <laughs> right? I'm always willing to give a show a, a, a shot, even at the first. Uh, if, if the first season is rough, I'm always willing to give it a second shot. Hey, Javon, I got some bad news for you. You can't be a network executive. You can't be on NBC, buddy. Uh, oh, NBC, sorry. Fox, Fox? Yeah. No, no, yeah. You can Probably totally be ABC on CBS. Either. You can totally be on CBS, though. Yeah, CBS. Or. CBS will at least give a show a chance to find an audience before they pull it the plug. Give a unless show it's a really awful. You know, but you know what's funny show? about that? That's why they're still number one. Exactly. It's weird. Like, and not only would they give the show a, a, a time to find an audience, if they actually don't want it, they'll like, hey, man, we're going to wrap your season up, come up with a season, a series finale, and call it there. Like, there was a show like Impact from, uh, or not Impact. I, 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 I'm, I'm missing up the title. But it's like, they're like, okay, your season's over. Come up with a series finale. Like, you're going to be a summer series, but you're done. It was like, okay, you didn't find the right audience. I respect that more than, oh, wait, you had, like, even DC Universe is when they said, hey, we had one episode of Swamp Thing. We're canceling the whole thing. Canceled. I was in oranges, Jesus. I have a question for you then on CBS. I'm thinking wrong. I'm just saying. Me? Okay. On CBS, yeah. Like, you think that's a a, a, a product of the audience that they are targeting? Because they really do target people that are definitely older than us. They're targeting that those cats that were like 20-something watching Falcons, Chris. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, no, back it, when that was airing, right? Like, you know but, what I mean? Like, but the truth is, you, you have to let it find. I mean, like, because any show worth its salt, like, if the best shows, like, when we when we started coming into Walking Dead, we loved it. First, at first season, we're like, oh, yes, greatest show ever. And then after, it never, I mean, then it gets, it gets to a point where you're like, this is unwatchable. But the better shows have to find those problems early on. And then it's like, okay, now we see early on what the issues are. Now we can improve from them. Like, if you get a good second season after a bad first, a, a mediocre to bad first season, I'm much more willing to give you chances. And like, okay, that first season was rough, but the second season is great. Like, as much as I talk about Doom Patrol, if somebody told me the second season is great, I will give it a chance again. If somebody says, oh, it's exactly like the first season, I will not watch it again. <laughs> you know what? Also, to that end, I think, Gunnar, with CBS, that's why they've been able to sustain their supremacy over network television, because they don't knee-jerk react to anything, mm-hmm. unlike NBC, Fox, ABC. Um, they can have a crit- Each one of these three networks can have a critical darling in their first season, and because the numbers aren't there right away, they get rid of the show. Like, think about it. Like, Two Broke Girls stayed on for, like, five seasons. Astro Donuts stayed on for how many seasons? And you're like, I've never watched an episode. They're like, we didn't need you. We had an audience. Like, uh, what was it? Man with a Plan? That thing is still the, on. The B in Apartment whatever. I mean, that, that was No, that was ABC. But still, I'm just saying. They could have stayed on a little longer. Oh, gosh. I'm concurring with you, just switching channels. Yeah, yeah they, they could have. That, they, they just didn't think about that show better. They just needed that. Oh, yeah. The title was bad. That was the only thing wrong with that show. How sure. many NBC shows that have promise early on did NBC get rid of before they reached the. the Constantine. Constantine. Yeah, how many TV shows on NBC had promise? Then, out of that, those three. <laughs> okay, that why did they not leave those three on? <laughs> 
on the Constantine and the cape. Constantine, Constantine and the cape. Undercovers with um, Boris Kojo. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Undercover was supposed to be really good. Yeah, was, yeah. They got they 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 didn't let it get its legs underneath it. And there's probably a few comedies. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of sitcoms in that boneyard that we're that we're missing out on. It just it takes me back to Seinfeld. I, I think about Seinfeld's success and how that show started. Right, Seinfeld mm-hmm. used to come on Tuesday nights at nine thirty. Death, death time slot. Time slot of death, right? Then it became the shows outside of Cheers and, and a handful of other uh, programs. It became NBC's crown jewel because they stuck with it. Sometimes yeah, the gamble pays off. They did well that too, but here's the thing: if, if it hadn't survived that first season, Jeff, it wouldn't have got there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the dudes who 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 kept on with Seinfeld probably aren't working there anymore. Okay, so. I know I'm opening a major can of worms, but I don't care. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger is releasing a book, and he's talking about the acquisitions of Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, etc. And he talked about his interactions with George Lucas and George Lucas's reaction specifically to seeing The Force Awakens. Um, so I'm going to read. Let me finish reading it before you guys say anything. He reluctantly agreed to be available to consult with us at our request. I promised that we would be open to his ideas. This is not a hard promise to make. Of course, we would be open to George Lucas's ideas. But like the outlines, we would be under no obligation. The truth was, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams, Alan, and I discussed the direction in which the saga should go. And we all agreed that it wasn't what George had outlined. George knew we weren't contractually bound to anything, but he thought that our buying the story treatments was a tacit promise that we follow them, and and he was disappointed that his story was being discarded. I had been so careful since our first conversation not to mislead him in any way, and I didn't think I had now, but I could have handled it better. I should have prepared him for the meeting with J.J. Michael and told him about our conversations that we felt it was better to go in another direction. I could have talked through this with him and possibly avoided angering him by not surprising him. Now, in the first meeting with him about the future of Star Wars, George felt betrayed. And while this whole process would never have been easy for him, we'd gotten off to an unnecessarily rocky start. Pause. So, that's where things are before George gets to see Force Awakens. Does this sound promising to any of you all? Promising to what? The fact that he knew this was going to be a dumpster fire? Right. I mean, see, this is, like, it's funny, like, he actually has now proven my point. Like, I've said this before, these movies are fan fiction. George Lucas has scripts. Okay, hold on. Then let me get to the next part, then. Go ahead. You're going to go in that next direction. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just prior to the global release, Kathy screened The Force Awakens for George. He didn't hide his disappointment. There's nothing new, he said. In each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important to him to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies. In this one, he said, there weren't enough physical or technical leaps forward. He wasn't wrong, but he also wasn't appreciating the pressure we were under to give ardent fans a film that felt quintessentially Star Wars. Yeah, We'd intentionally created a world that was visually and tonally connected to the earlier films to not stray too far from what people loved and expected 
and George was criticizing us for the very thing we were trying to do. Looking back with the perspective of several years and a few more Star Wars films, I believe J.J. achieved the near impossible, creating a perfect bridge between what had been and what was to come. Okay, I put that bullshit, bone bullshit, in the middle bullshit. of the circle. Have it. Bullshit, bullshit. Who wants to go first? Bad cough. Um, Jason. Okay. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this, this is really, it's like, it's, and, and you left out one part. He had an outline for three additional films. And so if you didn't use it, you made a bunch of fan fiction bullshit. And that is what this has been. It's like, I, I now will, st- I will try not to re- rehash that point again. But th- these movies, it's like, hey, I want you to do something. Like, and I think even you guys were saying, like, hey, it's been like, like 40 years. You guys haven't learned how to make a new lightsaber. Y'all are doing the same shit y'all were doing, you know, when um, Padme was alive. Like, it's, it's like, hey, I actually did, would like to have made, you know, a Jedi Academy. It's like, he might have actually said, hey, these Thrawn books we're actually good. Let me use some of this. No, we're just going to come up with our own crap and make it as boring, as safe as possible. And hopefully no one gets tired of it. So, yeah. yeah, I'm glad this book is, I mean, that Bob Iger is finally let the version that George Lucas is like, hey, yeah, I'm not really his nice, don't criticize our movies, but we want you to act like you're involved in it. Like, even this last one's like, oh, yeah, he uh, George Lucas looked over the script that J.J. Abram did, and like, but then he's like, "Yeah, uh, his actual supervision on that was minimal." It's like, because he's like, "This is crap. Like, this is what you're gonna wrap this up. It's crap. Come on." So, Gunner, Gunner, what do you think? Um, I mean, Jason said it all. I'm good. Like, I, all right. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Just. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bob Iger wouldn't have to be a lion sack of shit now, would he? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, <laughs> he's selling a book here, right? And he's look, he's trying to justify it, and I get it. That's what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> but I, unless George Lucas was prominently involved, there's no way he was going to be made happy, right? Mm-hmm. right. You're not going to placate him. You're not going to say, oh, he's not going to be able to say, job well done, fellas, ladies, unless he was prominently involved with what was taking place in this, the, the universe in which he created. Um, the thing about whether we're talking about Force Awakens or uh, the new one, Skywalker Turds, whenever it comes out in December, it's, it's all bad. It's, it's just it wasn't a, it's not a good story. It's not a good story because we still know jack shit about our hair, our hair. <laughs> yep. You know, it is, and that's just, that's just the fact. first floor. That's just fact and ground floor, right? We can, we can build on this house of, 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 of garbage, but you know, why, why? I mean, we, we've done that ad nauseum throughout this, 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 this series. Um, the thing is, Bob Iger is trying to paint himself and his cohorts as good guys in this thing. And, you know, he's trying to make George Lucas seem like the crusty old salt. And it's like, look, people will tear down George Lucas for uh, 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 the, the, the second trilogy. People will tear him. Yeah, Metaclorian. You'll name a, a number of things. 
But the fact remains, it was George Lucas's story to shit on or whatever. You know, it was his. <laughs> it was his to garbage and muck up. When you bring in new people to muck it up and to leave it in a state of your... Like, the where Star Wars was left after... Um, what was the last one called? The, the Star Wars? Uh, uh, good God, who knows what we're doing next? Um... <laughs> It was basically. No, it, was, it was little boy sweeps the floor. <laughs> even of course. For what? I mean, like we're gonna have a whole crap load of new Jedi in one movie. Like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have no delay between this turn and the next one, and then you're gonna be like, wait, what happened? Absolutely what happened? nothing. 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 I mean, <laughs> between. <laughs> so you guys wanted some conclusion to that Monaco scene. There you go. There it is. Yeah, I wanted not to have seen the Monaco God. scene. That was I really conclusion. did. I wanted to not Why is Monaco in outer space? Why is, Maybe Monaco why is, crashes land on Monaco. And why is Lord Gurn's grand plan? <laughs> never mind. It's just never a mind. hyperspace in front of... Why come nobody thought of that? And because it never long, existed long like ago, that before in Star Wars. Uh, you guys know what happened, right? She sent out the Evite and nobody RSVP. Nobody RSVP. She plans for what we're going to do after we blow up Starkiller version one. Look, Did y'all I've see got, the trailer? It looks like they actually have Starkiller 2 coming back. I've got 200 street tacos that I ordered. Nobody RSVP for this thing. Exactly. Oh, you know what? I'm crashing this thing right into the I'm, I'm doing it. Jeff, are you serious? Oh, I'm quite serious. There is a, I'll have to send you guys a, a screenshot, but I am yeah. positive there is a red laser blast from what probably would be Starkiller zooming while Kylo and Rey are fighting. Yeah. See, wow. there it is. There it is. And this is why Bob Iger has to sell a book and, and sell a, a fable because I sincerely <laughs> doubt that everything that what he described, as you described it, Jeff, happened. I'm pretty sure that Big Disney head came to George Lucas and said, look, we're giving you a mint here. We're backing the Brinks truck up to you. You're going to sit here and like whatever we do to this turd. We're going to put Ray on bags of salad and sell them in the grocery store, and you just got to deal with it, old man. And they took his property, and they made their version of it. That's what happens when you sell out to the man. That's what happens. Well, They're again, take George property. actually did decide to say uh, – <clears throat> This is pretty much like what, what white slavery is. It's <laughs> not the best thing to say, but it was really Damn. like, George was not happy. Tell him why you mad, son. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I mean. Tell him, son. I'm for the coach. <laughs> I got time for these new Jack Disney. We don't play that. No. We don't play that around here. I mean, I I get it, dude. But look, Bob Iger wouldn't lie to us now, would he? Nah, dude. Um, yeah. And that, and look, they they gotta fess up, man. You made garbage. And in the grand scheme of the Star Wars, the nine movies that we'll have in the Star Wars story, hey, dude, you are sure none of these are, are gonna be anyone's favorite. Sure none of these are gonna be it. anyone's no. favorite. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. With my saga that's on my shelf now, I will not be adding to it. No, at all. Gunner, am I right about that or am I wrong about that? I'm sorry. I forgot about Rogue One. That's it. And Solo. Solo's good. No, he's saying that's what Javon's saying. Solo Solo doesn't hurt anything. It don't hurt nothing. Solo's not bad. Like, this new trilogy just like, yeah, it's fan fiction. And it's not good. So I'm good. I don't need to see this again. I don't need it. 
And like everybody was giving Solo a hard time. I'm like, dude, this was not Han Solo as Harrison Ford when he was a grown man, you know, well into his career as an intergalactic pirate or whatever. This was, I am starting now, let it be what it is. It was still a good movie. It was better than the last two star, actual star, movies that bear the Star Wars name in the Skywalker franchise. It was much better. Rogue One? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Rogue, Rogue One, one added- was Dope. I actually wouldn't be mad if people said Rogue One was their favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm, no. I've heard someone say that, and I didn't yeah. get mad at all. Yeah, I I'm, not, okay. I'm not going to fight you on that. Mm-mm, at all. If you say Last Jedi, we're ending our conversation pronto. All right, let's move yeah, on. I'm that's your away. favorite one. Yeah. So let's see here. Warner Brothers, because the Joker is getting all kinds of discussion and controversy None of which it wanted, but maybe it'll drive more people to the movies to see it. But Regal Cinema says no film is a cause or a signal for violence. And Warner Brothers said, listen, we don't want you guys feeling like you should go shoot up anybody after watching Joker. That's not oh. But yeah. So they're a little. The Dark little Knight was, you know, people yeah. are like, hey, this movie could be inciting a demographic who's known to shoot up people for random nothing. Um, so maybe we shouldn't be trying to fall over ourselves, giving it a big Oscar push. Okay. Chief, what do you think about Joker and its impact on nutjobs who want to go around and shooting up people? Is this something to be concerned about, or is it just a new controversy for no reason? Well, to be honest with you, I don't think about Joker. Uh... <laughs> So that's 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 one. Now, nut jobs is gonna. If it isn't Joker, it's the person who cut him off in the car that day. I mean, if you want to shoot somebody, if that's your goal to shoot somebody, I don't think Joker's gonna push you over the edge. I mean, you can turn on your TV. TV's gotten pretty dark. Um, a lot of shows. So, um, if that's your, you know, if your goal is to kill people, you know what I mean. Uh, you don't need pretty much, probably much of an excuse to go do so. Um, yeah, so um, it is what it is as far as people today. People are uh, uh, are out their damn minds. And uh, the Joker movie, uh, you know, it, I, if it does big numbers, I'll never know. You know what I mean? Like, I won't be in attendance. The, you won't the, be contributing. Nah, nah, nah. It's, just, it's almost like uh, uh, Venom. I remember Venom came out and they were like, oh, yeah, when see Venom, everybody saw Venom. And I was just like, nah, that's not going to happen. So I'll sit in my house and, you know, uh, I accidentally saw Venom on a cruise ship. And as far as Joker, maybe I'll be on a cruise ship when I see that too because I won't be uh, going to see it. I, I don't care what it does, Oscar. I don't even watch the Oscars. I don't watch the enemies, any Emmys. I don't watch the BET Awards, the uh, TV One Awards, the VH1 Awards, <laughs> none of that. I, I don't care, man. I don't care. I, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, people always be like, yeah, I'm going to. I don't care what you, what you won. It's a bunch of, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. I yeah, you know what I mean? I just, I just look at it like, okay, it's just. A bunch of millionaires showing up to a place where other millionaires are, where they give free stuff, and they get to show off how expensive their outfits are. It's a Versace gown. 
It costs twenty two thousand. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. So I don't. I don't care. Like I said, I don't care about none of that. Damn the Joker. Um, <laughs> we just there's going, your, we just there's your chief sniper of the week, Javon. Don't waste a bullet. <laughs> No, that, that, that's it though. I'm yeah. sorry, Cheese. Not because that's it. That's it. Hey, oh. look at. I went to see Minister Society in '93, the summer of '93, at the Marlowe Heights movie theater, and two people got shot. I was there. People gonna shoot and do crazy shit no matter what the movie, whatever. It's just an excuse at that point. <laughs> if it's in your heart to do it, it's in your heart to do it. You gonna do it no matter what. So yeah. So don't 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 do anything crazy. But I can tell you guys anecdotally that I do a lot of giveaways for free movie passes on LylesMovieFiles.com, and very few have gotten the response that Joker has. Like a ton of people want in on these free passes. I'll have some where it's like two people want them, but this one has had a ridiculous amount. So. There's an audience. Somebody wants to see it. So it'll be curious to see what the feedback is next week when people, regular people, get to go see it and those who aren't going to be writing long, lengthy reviews on the film. Moving on, we're going to stick in that Batman realm in the universe. Apparently Jonah Hill wants $10 million to play either the Riddler or Penguin in Matt Reeves' Batman film starring Robert Pattinson. The only thing is Robert Pattinson is not going to get $10 million for this role. He may be getting paid less than half of that. Now I have a question for you all. Jonah Hill walks into your office and says, Hey, listen, man, I'm not going to be doing this role unless you pay me $10 million. What is your next thing? Look here, fat boy. Oh, God. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I don't care. He needs to to gain it to to play Penguin, though. Look here, super bad. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm gonna hit him with. Yeah, I know you won. I know. I know you was getting your rocks off with a uh, 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 money ball and yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. But that was both of that shit was ten years ago. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Nobody's clamoring to go to the box office to see the next Jonah Hill project. Are you out of your mind? Will That's Smith true. can come in. Dude, Will Smith, maybe. Not even Will can come into my office and demand anything anymore. Let's see the returns for you playing against yourself in this next stupid movie you got coming up, Will. Nah, you dude, come on, dude. Oh Fall God. back. Fall back. That one? I mean, that one I don't gonna, I mean, I, it looks like it could be good, but like I said, Will ain't even Will right now. Right or wrong? You, you know what I'm uh... saying? Yeah, the think last about joint it. he was in, not the bright joint, but the last one he was in, wasn't there? Oh no, Suicide Squad. He Suicide he doesn't fall off like some other cats who still right. get too much money. I'll happily like, support Will Smith. I mean, Pattinson, like I mean, I look at it this way. We, this ain't well, that's Will why he's not getting paid ten million dollars. But like, look, this ain't Will like from the summer of two thousand two, summer two thousand three. Will could have came in your office and said, "Give me thirty million, and you'd have said, "Yeah." All right. Actually, we know we're gonna make. He money. just we, did Aladdin, and Aladdin made a ton of money for Disney. Crap load of it, money for yeah. Disney, yeah, and, right? But, but nah, but it no, will be a huge reason for that. It's a that. Disney product. It's a Disney. Yeah, product, well, know? some of these movies that Disney do aren't as good as they haven't made as much money. They're and not as well I, received. I look but at it this way. What was a big part that of that? Pro- well, yeah. I look at that project as this: it's Aladdin, right? 
And granted, Will, yes, he's it's Will Smith. But we're not talking about Will coming off the success of, let's say, Concussion. four straight summers. Huh? Concussion. Concussion. Oh, no, uh, seven pounds. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> hey. What was the movie? What was the movie? Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's best to act like you don't remember it. Yeah, I fell asleep twice. Put it to you that way. But no, Robert I, I Patterson mean, I'm looking at the awards, though. I'm serious. Which one? Robert Did he Patterson win any awards? Like, like yeah, Best Kiss or something killing. like that? You can Best Kiss at the MTV oh, Awards or something. I would buy he Exactly. Because Jonah Hill's won like. Freaking Golden Globes, yo! Like, he's, and he's been nominated for all right. What he nominated years for? Oscar? Ago. But see, Gunner, I look at it like this: even still, nominated for Best Actor in an Oscar joint, man. Come he, on, he man. was Best he Supporting was. Actor. Okay, That's because he was oh. playing against DiCaprio and Pitt. You can I mean, get nominated in those movies. And he got a okay, Golden Globe for freaking, what? or nominated for a Golden Globe and War Dogs. I mean, my point is, he's done more than old boy over here. He has no, he has. He can no play. Question. He can he can ask for ten mil. He can be that bad much anybody. Too. He's shown that. But <laughs> okay, my thing is this: it's, it's like when you come in my you know. office and demand ten mil, and dude, I'm like you just pointed out, Jeff. He uh-huh. started alongside. When you went to see Wolf of Wall Street, guess whose photo? Guess whose face was front and center in the Look promo at this shot? Poster, Jonah it was Leo on the poster. He's not on the poster. When you went to see Moneyball, if you went to see Moneyball, you went to see it because of Brad Pitt. Jonah's performance was icing on a cake that you, you, you know, it's not like you went to see it because of Jonah. And that's the thing about it. When you come and making demands about your salary, I'm the reason that people are coming to this thing. But, you know, in fairness, Javon, I would pay him $10 million to take a picture for me. But would you pay him $10 million to play a, uh, a bad guy? In your Heck movie? no. I mean, I I just hire the dudes from Gotham to play Riddler or Penguin and call it a night. Robin Lord Taylor and Corey Michael Smith were better than any version that Jonah Hill could do. Let me tell you something. $10 movie. million, I could find some actor that's muddling away on one of these who has a little bit of a name that people know him because they think they act really well. Like Cameron Moynihan, I think that's his name, who played the the... Yeah, or Jerome and yeah, and um, the Gotham <laughs> series. Yeah. Pay him. Pay I pay him ten million dollars to be Joker. Yeah. Thank you. So with that, that said, happen. Jonah, fall on your sword, bro. Take what they give him. Actually, don't ask for fifteen million. So we don't have you in this movie. Real quick question: Who would you guys cast to be Penguin and Riddler oh. against Robert Pattinson? Oh. He's my penguin's dead now. Philip Seymour Hoffman. You're not the first person yeah. to mention that. Actually, I had a comment on the yeah. site and somebody said him. But let's assume we're not going to use holograms to have Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. <laughs> Who would you cast now? Damn, as the penguin. The dude, yeah. the dude from Gotham. Yeah. It's like you don't. I mean, like because there that Gotham story wasn't fully. I mean, it was like the Batman part of it wasn't fully told. So it's like why not just jump right in? I mean, we, I mean, we got actors who have grown into that role. So, oh, yeah, I, I, I now actually want to go watch the Gotham TV show after watching the movie if you put those guys in it. So, God, I mean, I know it's a stretch. It'll have to be Jack Black, I guess, which I don't like him. Or Kevin like... James, which I you know don't what? like. Uh, where do you, Jack where do you have Jack Black? You, you know who I would like as my penguin? What's Simon Pegg's man? Big uh, husky man. 
Oh, Nick, uh, what's his face? Yeah, he was. He's in all of Simon Pegg's movies. Yeah. His own boy, Shaun of the Dead. You know. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. You talking about Boris yeah. the Blade? Or Nick Frost. Nick Frost. That's who I probably would. I would see how that goes. Yeah, I can bring see him, in him doing that. That or let me tell you who else. That. Ricky Gervais. I would float it. I don't I like Ricky Gervais. That's not the stupidest thing ever. Oh. Yeah, but I like Nick Frost's penguin. That work. All right. Uh, how how about Ridley? Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, but not in that not in that nineties uh, uh, Batman turd. Jim Carrey, um, Riddler. <laughs> I would Jim do Carrey him as a, we said that right. Before, I would right? do him as yeah. dark, yeah, dark Riddler, like dark demented Riddler. And I right. think Jim Carrey would scare the hell out of people in that role. And he would be really good, I think, especially now, 50, 50 plus Jim Carrey, nearly 60 Jim Carrey. Well, Jim Eddie Carrey Redman wants side, to play. Dude. He does. Who's Eddie Redman wants to play uh, Riddler. That's He's so part of a weird, scary face. Eddie Redman? Yeah. Who's that again? Uh, Theory of Everything. Um, oh, why? Jim Parsons. That's almost like almost two on the news, right? Like, I don't know. I like I mean, that. He's though. Riddler. Like, as far yeah. as the look. Yeah. No, I like that, though, Gunn. Him or uh, you know who else I think could do it? Uh, Jim Foster. Yeah, yeah. He'd be great. I think there are lots of people who could play Riddler, and I can't see Jonah Hill playing Riddler. Yeah. Okay. So that and burglar maybe. I'm being an asshole. I'm sorry. Hey, dude. I'm not sure we're gonna get a McDonald's remake anytime soon. McDonald's we make just commercials. We needed a we need a we need a cartoon or TV show. Wait, about wait, that. yeah, that that sounds a tad too original, huh? All right, <laughs> now it's that time for the main event here. So I was watching a great movie, and it inspired me for this one. Your favorite movie cruise. Now your favorite movie cruise can be from any genre. It's basically just a crew of people. I'm gonna. Start it off with you got to have at least four people in the crew to call it a crew. Can't four. Be a crew All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rule once. All right, but you will agree with it unless it's a really really good three. Okay, so we have started that off now. Who wants to go first and break down their favorite crew? Oh, Jay's, you want to go? Cool. Let's hear it. Man. <laughs> It's like, wait, he wants to hear me rattling the paper just so you know. I was like, let's rustle the paper. Make it official. Snap right. them sheets, Jace. Okay. All right. My first well, now, you're too good. now you're too good to, to rattle the paper. Okay, I got you. I actually right. had it done before we started the show. I was not showing mm-hmm. off. I know. Come on, okay. Man. I know. All right. Uh, my first one, I'm going to go with Hans Gruber's crew from Die Hard 1. Because... <laughs> That was a fun bad guy scene. They almost tried to outshine John McClane, <laughs> but they, they, they just barely had a notch under it. Nice. Uh, next one, I'm going to go with. See, all right. See, you, you told me I can't, I can't do one to three, so I'm not going to do it. So, all right, listen, listen. I'll, I'll remove that cap as long as they're strong three. So who, okay. who's your group? All right. CMB. We all we got. We all we talking we about. Got. It's like twenty people in CMB. Oh, you're right. That's right. Okay, so yeah. I mean, the main, you know, right? Yeah. So, CMB cast. Dutta man. Dutta man. But it was actually Q from the bank. See, if I'm going there, I'm taking all y'all mother. Oh, sorry. Um, 
Yeah, so <laughs> uh, Cash Money Brothers from uh, New, New Jack City. Yes. Uh, the next one I got is uh, Robert De Niro's crew from Heat. That really was a, a, a oh, yeah. fun one. Yeah. Uh, the next one, Javon might actually be the only one. Uh, Javon and Jeff might be the only one to remember this, this one. Uh, the guys from Disorganized Crime. <laughs> yes. Scratch that off my list. <laughs> like, if you want to see like the most bumbling but brilliant action to be like caught me like who was it? Corbin Burnson was hilarious. And you have like Ed O'Neill like in his peak married with children funny. It was like and then you actually had Lou Diamond Phillips and uh what's my man? Uh Ruben Blades. Ruben Blades, yes. And Fred Gwynn is like the leader of the crew. It, yep. I mean, it's like, if you want to have, that was a fun movie, so. I'm going to go with that. Uh, my next one is the APC Marines from uh, Aliens 2. Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to go with, just because uh, 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 my next one would be the Fellowship of the Ring from uh, Lord of the Rings. Just cause. And I think I'm going to go with um, the last one is going to be I'm going to go with Harry Potter and, and, and the crew Double Doors Army. Okay. That's going to be my that's going to be my list. Okay. All right. Uh, Gunny, you want to go next? I would love to go next. Thank you. I was thinking about going in no particular order, but then I'm just I'm going to go with good guys and bad guys, right? Only got two bad guy crews. Definitely good guy cruise. Uh, good guy cruise in no particular order. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Those bamboos. Oh yeah. boy. Um, I'm a dude playing the dude. I gotta do the. I'm the dude playing it. And the other Robert De Niro. That's a Robert De Niro. Jesus, Robert Downey Jr. You might as well have been in it too because I'm about to say it. Um, all assembled Avengers that were in Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> every single movie, every single person that was the MCU. Um, Expendables. I would go with the first one. Just yeah. because. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. And Jelly stays in the whole movie. Exactly. Um, This is a cheat code because you just say 10, so this is like, you know, what did I just do? Two, three. Okay. So, Magnificent Seven, both cast. The. Denzel version? He said both. Denzel version. Said both. Yeah. And the yep. old one. The, uh, you got the original from the Burt Renner? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Both versions. I, I couldn't decide. I was just like, no, actually, both of them were, you know, one's a classic. The other one didn't do terrible with the classic. That was probably the only remake I actually decided to go see. <laughs> That's how excited I was about it. And you know how, how much I hate remakes. I um, do, but it was really good. It's so good. Um, Fast Five crew for several reasons. They brought back some of the old, brought back a lot of the old. They just kind of, that was the culmination of a lot of movies. And you're like, well, why the hell is Han here? And then you realize why Han's there later. And I'm like, okay, because that movie really did save the franchise. Four was fine. Five really did save the franchise. Mm -hmm. So that whole crew really did it. it they did they did a lot of the uh, Avengers 1 formula. You know what I mean? A lot of the MCU formula. Enough humor, enough action. And then some corny stuff here. And there, right? <laughs> and then, you know, 
the normal Fast Five, Fast Furious inertia doesn't exist. You know, throw that in there, and you got great movies and another and save the franchise. I loved it. Let's see, where am I? Okay, um, this one is definitely in particular order now. So my top two good guys: Italian Job Crew, yeah. the remake. Ugh, another remake that I like. Jeez, I keep saying I don't like remakes in here too on my list. Um, the the um, Mark Wahlberg crew. That was a decent movie, dude. Like I've watched that several times. Just to have the background type of movie. It's very good. <laughs> don't understand it. It's fine. It's so fun. And speaking of Fast Five, the last Fast movie definitely had a wonderful cameo in that. I thought that was a nice, subtle, subtle thing in Hobbs and Shaw. I was like, that was nice. I liked that. The only subtle thing in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Probably one of the only others. <laughs> you're, you're correct. Um, and then the last, the number one good guy crew. And I mean, this should be number one on everybody's list, honestly. The original Ghostbusters. Good one. Actually, don't um, even Okay. And then my two bad guys, good mm-hmm. fellas, Henry, Jimmy, Tommy, and add Polly. There you go. That's why that was four. Yeah. yeah. No, that's why that was four. Yeah. The three that I know everyone should agree with, even if you broke, even if this was still a rule. Superman two, villains, Zod, Ursa, Nan. And they were, dude, they came in, they've learned their powers, they killed people, threw some dude in outer space, took over the daggone world, man. They're like, look, how come Superman ain't do this? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Neil, before, come on, man. Epic lines for life. <laughs> Big old advertising for Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Chief, what's your crew? Uh, so I'm, my paper's upstairs, man. It's, it's no way I'm doing the trip. It's no way. <laughs> so, um, uh, some of this is, I guess, I'm gonna have to go off memory. I'm gonna change some because some of you guys got named some of my people. So let's start out with uh, something easy: Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I thought about that. Um, then I'm going to go to, from there, to Predator, the original one yep. <laughs> with uh, Schwarzenegger. Then uh, both Oceans, Oceans 11 with the guys, Oceans 8 with the girls. Um, Serenity, the crew of Serenity. Hmm. Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. I crossed them off my list for something else. I was oh. hoping someone else would say them. <laughs> well, here, there, I am for him. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, Police Academy. <laughs> Yo! That's a great one. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Well, theme songs in my head. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep thinking about the Blue Oyster. <laughs> 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 right. 
somehow every movie, those jokers ended up in the blue oyster. And you laugh every time. Right. Every time. Uh, I got it. I'm forgiven. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, Clint, uh, what's the name? And Morgan the blind kid. Another crew trading places. And they finally hooked up to bring down Duke and Duke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harlem Knights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you blind motherfucker. Right. <laughs> King of New York. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the nice Jimmy Jam. I'm a Lawrence Fishburne man. I loved him in that movie. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy. Jimmy Jam, baby. Y'all got any birch beer? <laughs> you probably don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, shoot. And uh, even though they're doing a part two, part one will never will never not be one of my favorites, Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Where am I at? I'm good. Uh, think you got one more? Do I have one more? I believe so. All right. Well, we'll go with one more then. Uh, this is an oldie but goodie, man. And I like, I love the movie. Um, and every once in a while, I still uh, put it on, man, and enjoy it. Uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wildcats, rough next. <laughs> Rico's rock, rock next. Oh yeah, that was at the end after my man died. After oh, Iron, I, uh, Michael Ironside after he died. I guess I just yeah. a victim to me. <laughs> are you are you ready to work on the helmet? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, I need to watch that again. It's been too long. Me too. I was just like, yo, that movie's a classic, dude. Yes, I would like to know more. <laughs> would you like to know more? Great, kids, kids, would you like to shoot this alien? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even the kids can participate. <laughs> The only Shane. bug, the only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> Jay King, what you got, man? All right, I'm gonna start first with the Sandlot crew. Nice. Word. Those boys was, hey, they was down, and they were all funny. You, you had to love those kids, man. They reminded you if you were kids of a certain era from '60 to '80, man, you played outside and you played sports. Everybody right. in your crew had a baseball, a basketball, or a football. No Glove exception. Glove, yeah. Glove, yeah. bat, no exception. Right. Uh, next up, the Warriors. The mm-hmm. Warriors. Come on, man. The Warriors was they were it. They yeah. were it, man. I can dig um, it. Yeah. I love how as the movie just keeps going, nobody cares about their their crew that got left behind or killed. It's just like, all right, man, mm-hmm. keep going. Hey, we just got to make yep. it to Coney Island. That's right. all, that's like, all like, that matters. Like, you know, all you had to do was not try to get the pussy, and we could have made it to Coney Island, but your ass yeah, had to stop uh, here. That one, mad. that scene still, every time they go in, I'm like, why don't you figure this out? Ain't no gutter. The one that gets me is 
hey, random lady sitting in the park at midnight. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, that ain't a trap at all. It's a trap. (laughs) 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 What a warrior. Uh, Next up, the original Oceans crew, man. The, the the Clooney Pit Oceans crew was dope, man. But the original Oceans crew, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what they would have been able to do uncensored. That that would have been out of this world. Come on, man. We talking about we, we talking about man. We talking about Frank D. Sammy. We talking about uh, 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 what's my man uh, Sammy. Who else? Lawford and Come Joey on, Bishop. Man. Joey Bishop. We talking about the crew. I can't imagine. So then, um, the the Cleveland Indians from Major League, <laughs> they were down, boy. They were Hold down. On, one or we two. <laughs> we talking about Hold one. On. We talking about the only crew that okay. matters of that. Wesley Snaps. Yeah, Wesley Snaps. And my man ran. My man made the team from the parking lot. He got put. Come on, man. Stop. That, that, that was a crew. Hey, I'm making this team. I come here for nothing. <laughs> Get him a uniform. Hey, get him a uniform. <laughs> I love that movie. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> Up your butt, Joe Boo. Um, <laughs> I Joe Boo. I do it myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the Pikes from Snatch, Jason. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Pikes went. Hey, the Pikes went a billion. Hey, they burnt Brad Pitt mother in that trailer, and they said, we got something for all y'all. Watch Man, this. Honestly, when they did when it was, no, that wasn't Bricktop. No, that was yeah, Bricktop. It was, that brick was Bricktop. Top. Give me the shot. Oh, yeah, we got the shot for you. We got it right here. <laughs> we got it right here for you. Oh, the look on the You can understand Ooh. them now. Right, you understood every word then, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it in the guy Richie vein, man. My boys from Lockstock. Yep, I just watched that. They were all in. Uh, Next up, the regulators from Young Guns, man. I'm gonna tell you something. When Chavez busts up in there, and hey, man, I still get chills. That the standoff at the house. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everybody needed Chavez. He went in, saving my boys, all on the line. Um, the Goonies crew. Goonies. <laughs> Come on, man. The Goonies. Goonies. Goonies never die. Goonies never die, dude. Uh, next I'm up. I'm looking at my list, Javon. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, next up, Stranger Things crew. Um, if you watch Stranger Things, these kids are ten toes down for each other, man. And it just, it, I, I love those movies because kid friendship, man. You, hey, we we just in for each other. That's how it is. That's how it's supposed to be. We just, mm-hmm. we in, we in. Um, and next up, in that same vein, the ET crew, man. They were just in for each other, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know my boy got an alien living in his house, and and this is weird and crazy, but. Let's try to take the alien back the way <laughs> No questions asked. <laughs> no questions asked. Oh, you got an alien? All right, come on, let's go. I'm 10. I don't care. That's my list. 
Good list, man. I, I you know, I should have gone before you because you sniped the <laughs> like oh. nobody's gonna say that. Thank you, Javon. Um, so let me go through with mine here. I did manage to get a couple through that no one else did, maybe. Yeah, I think. Um my first one is way off the, the board, and I'm sure y'all are like, What? But uh Harry Stamper's crew from Armageddon. I, oh, I thought about them. I crew. actually did think about them. That wasn't a bit. That's not a bad choice. That's yeah, one. That's wonderful. Will Patton, Ben Affleck, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, and then they threw in Peter Stormare, and then have my boy uh, William Fishner in there trying to keep them together. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cash Money Brothers, because when I think of best of movie crews, how do you not include them on the list? Um, they they had like this cool dynamic where Wesley Snipes was the freaky man, Nino gangster leader, and then everybody else had like their little role that they played, and you know we all we got, and you got to see them rise from this like this small scale street gang mm-hmm. to the empires of the of the, the neighborhood. So I like being able to watch their rise, you know, doing the Tony Montana thing. So yeah, them for sure. The Colonial Marines, same kind of thing, because we had, I mean, I loved how that movie set up where there is this cool group, and you get the sense that it's one of the best character development bits that James Cameron ever did, because in like five minutes in that scene where they're sitting in the little cafeteria area, we feel like we've known these guys for a series of movies, and... Hicks is all sleeping through stuff. Hudson is just popping off his mouth. Vasquez is like the tough. I, I don't care what you think about me because I'm a woman. I don't care. I'm going to do my thing. And so I'm always thinking it's so funny when they have this whole thing. Look, she's a fierce female. It's like, dude, we've been watching that since the 80s. Um, then you had Drake, Frost, Apone. I mean, he's dead, but, you know, got to throw all them on the list. And then Bishop. Um, not the Not the Juice Bishop, but the other one. I'm also going to put in a crew that was mentioned with a slight alteration, Fast and Furious 6 crew, because they got rid of uh, the two dudes who just didn't really do much of anything and kept the, the real Gs that mattered, Giselle and Han. I mean, how do you have a crew that goes on bikes fighting tanks and jumps up and chases an airplane down a 500-mile runway? I mean, that, that, that's, that's my crew there. Uh, I'm going to throw in the Rogue One crew because I just loved how they came together, like the outlaws banding together to stop this horrific thing, and everybody dies. And I just, it was like, man, I want so much more of these, this crew. But I like the way they set them up. I only have one comic book movie crew on my list, which is crazy, and it is not the one you all expect. It is the Batman, the movie crew. Joker. Penguin, Catwoman, and Riddler. That was the ultimate crew. Ultimate villain crew. Everybody got to shine. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that was that was when... That was the epitome of comic book movies to me back then. And I never thought it was going to get any better. Silly, silly me. Um, My ninth... No, my eighth. Well, I don't know where I am now. But I, I still have a few more. Goonies, just because you've got to have the Goonies on that list, too. But Javon already covered why they're cool. Uh, the Wolf Pack from Hangover, because 
They keep me laughing every time I watch them, except for part three, which we don't choose to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. Doesn't count. My number nine, The Rebel Alliance. I mean, I have watched Mm -hmm. Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, R2, C-3PO, and Lando for more screen time than any other crew in movie history. So I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. High Avengers. Uh, But yeah, for now, definitely there. And my final one. Oren Ishii and the Crazy 88 from Kill Bill Volume 1 because I love the Kato mask and everybody had these cool swords. Gogo had the mace and Oren Ishii is just sitting there like a straight boss watching them laugh and making fun of Charlie Brown. It's great. So that's my list. Forget, and they've got like the wonderful part of her chopping off old boy's head. Oh, yeah. They have, she had me right no, there. You mother. <laughs> 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 for the We're open for any conversation except for the topic that was just under discussion. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, would, I, would, I would say this in English and have her translate just so right. we understand each other. Yeah. And then they had like the, the crazy house band, and then just like then they had the background oh, yeah. and stuff. Like, dude. Seven, eight. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, that that's my list. Now, fellas, we just knocked that out. Now it's time to knock out the dummies of the week. Chief, happy birthday, boy. Do you have any nominees? Uh, Do I have a nominee for dummy of the week? Um... I'm sorry, who was my dummy last week? I thought about Antonio Brown, that's why I started laughing, but who was my dummy last week? I believe it was him. <laughs> I think it was Antonio Brown. It can be again, because what the hell? It can hell? be again. It works. I'm just laughing, man. This dude here had me laughing. Um, this one. Do I have a, a regulated dummy of the week? Uh, 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 what is today, Wednesday? Uh, I know somebody's done something stupid. Uh, come back to you if you need it. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gunner, you got one? <laughs> I have too many. Uh, I'll leave that one off the air for now. But oh, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, definitely the orange, the orange one, sitting in that house that is white. That he. Uh, his crew, apparently, the administration in the White House released. <laughs> so, you know, he's, they're, they're actually going forward with the impeachment thing through this Ukraine crap, right? So, <laughs> they released the talking points and accidentally sent them to the Democrat side of things as if they were practicing for discovery for some reason. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Can we make it any easier for you? I was just like, ain't nothing like seeing your enemies unravel, just sitting there watching them unravel anyway. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hey, shout out to racists that call the cops on people when they get mad at you for calling you the N word. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the big up, big up, big up. Big ups to the idiot racists that do that. More more news later. <laughs> All right, uh, Jake, you got any? Yeah, I got nothing. I, I was trying to find some. Uh, I don't see any 
early early of the week, dummies of the week for our show. So I'll hold okay. until next week. All right. Jay King. I got two, y'all. Um, they co- both come from the world of sports. And, I, and, one of, and neither one of them are Antonio Brown, surprisingly. What? Um, yeah, right. Oh. Hey, Chief, you got that. Take Carte Blanche, please. Um, um, number one. I remember when Bryce Hopper was touting that he could be the next half, well, the first half-billion-dollar half man in baseball, the first. And I thought, okay, a guy that bats 260 maybe brings in 20 to 30 home runs and anywhere from 75 to 100 RBIs would be deemed as a solid rotation guy, maybe even a uh, – Maybe even a guy that bats between the three and five slot, but not your number one guy. And I was praying the Nats would not fall victim to his hype, and especially the self-created hype that he uh, managed for himself in his contract year. They did not. They let him walk to Philly, who paid him $330 million over the next, I think, 12 or 13 seasons. And um, people just... They, they, they cried that this was the dumbest thing the Nats could do. They ruined the franchise, et cetera, et cetera. And I kept saying, no, stay the course. They still have pitching, and they have a great young rotation. They got a great young lineup. And I said, time will tell who's the victor of this. And yesterday, during the course of a doubleheader, where the Nats played off against, guess who? The Philadelphia Phillies that Bryce Hopper signed with for that $330 million deal. They beat him twice to close the deal on the wild card. Now, some will say that's short-sighted, but, hey, it just goes to show you this is why you don't buckle. This is why you don't cave. This is why you stand strong. One monkey don't make no or stop no show. They were just fine without Bryce Harper, and they proved that to you. So with that said, Bryce Harper, I hope the pasture's green. I mean, I ain't arguing 330. But this is more for the folks that thought we were doomed without Bryce Harper as Nationals fans. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay, wait a minute. Are the Nationals yeah. going to the playoffs? Yes, they are, and the Phillies yes, will be sir. sitting at home watching. All right. All right. Right on. Right around. Uh, the, the third bag of the week <laughs> is one Jay Gruden. Your brother this of John right Gruden. here. This what you got here, man. <laughs> Um, what you got there, Washington fans? The Washington fans? <laughs> it's not just that the skins, and I hate saying, I don't even like saying Redskins no more, man. And that's just real. Because if somebody, if they, if it was the Detroit Dockies, I'd burn some, I'd burn something down. Um, yeah. With that said, Jay Gray, it's all fitting. I sent y'all an article, I think, maybe a week or two ago about, from I think it was from Deadspin about this is why your team sucks. And yeah. it was the Redskins, right? And oh, yeah. they they eviscerated the franchise. As much as we like to blame the product on the field, the product on the field is a product of what happens in the front office. Mm-hmm. And the ownership has a big part in that. I've watched, we've all watched, anybody, if you're listening, you're, you're, you're a Washington football club fan. Those skins. You've, you can say that. Yeah, that's skins. Cool. We'll say skins. I still say skins. But even yeah, that's skins. skins. Even that, even that's iffy, man. Yeah. Even that doesn't just because of what right. you're about to say. <laughs> right. If you've been a fan of this franchise, for me, it's a, it's the home team. I always support the home team. I was born and raised here, man. I'm, I'm going to support them. 
Um, you've watched this team, this franchise go from glory years to just kind of being, I, I don't know, man, I, I regard the, the this franchise and its ownership as a guy. I regard Snyder as a guy who owns a successful coin-op laundry, right, that's in between several apartment complexes and a college campus. <laughs> he's got old machines. He's in a dingy location. He's got bad a black lighting. and white. Yeah, bad lighting. He's got old knob TV in the corner mounted against the wall that's like seven feet too high, you know. Please don't change the channel. <laughs> and it ain't even no, no, there's no remote. He took the knobs off. Isn't, we're not even talking about a remote control. He took the knobs off so you can't turn it, right? He, Yeah, he could modernize and do some new things to this larger matter his, but why? I'm still turning gate. I'm between, you know, I'm between a college campus and several apartment complexes. I don't have to do anything but keep the doors open. And he knows that. Greatest analogy I've heard in so long Sorry. about this daggone team. <laughs> that Bama. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what his biggest innovation was? Well, three of his biggest innovations since he's uh, well, in the last 10 years. You're allowed to buy alcohol at the stadium. Well, that, that need, must be You'll true. need it after watching You'll need it. You, you need, need it before, during, uh, and after. The whole pink for uh, <laughs> Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That wasn't just yeah, fantastic job, guys. I think his wife came up with that. So yes, she did. Yes, she did. God bless her. She's married to that guy. So what do you expect? Um, the biggest, the greatest things the he's end. done. Somebody, somebody's got to be the end that turd sandwich. Um, taking more seating out of the upper mares of FedEx Field. Uh, now that the myth of the twenty-year waiting list is done, they had to take the seats out, right? And I guess that was only to prevent the away team fans from buying more seats in FedEx Field. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because that's the thing now. Um, number two was preventing his exterior uh, employees from using the restrooms in, in, inside the facility. What do you mean the exterior? The, the employees like the, the, that the work outside of the building. Couldn't actually he use the inside come back restrooms? In. They can't come back in. <laughs> they work do there. that. I had no idea. Are you kidding me? I'm de- I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. <laughs> just just when I thought I couldn't have another reason not to to care right. about their win loss record. I thought you were going to talk about the buses. No, that's worse. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I work on the grounds. I am a employee of the franchise, or at least a contracted uh sure. a, a contractual you know yeah. entity of the for the franchise, and I can't come in here to to to, to piss. No, sir. There is a porta potty right. Right. right out there. Stand in line, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm an employee. Nah, man. You're yeah, not, not, not of us. Not, you're not really an employee. You're not really an employee. Um, you didn't think those curses yeah. extended to you. There's that. And the fact that he had to hire. They had to hire an executive to help them improve the fan experience. Only to fire that person within the year. Because they told him that the fan experience sucks. Something they already knew. <laughs> hey, now. What's with this truth? <laughs> what the hell? No, what's this cold, steaming pot of truth? Have you, have you, heard, have you, talked, to, have you talked to Bruce Allen? I don't like don't the truth. Don't you be telling me about my truth. Didn't they get rid of the Washington Post tickets? I mean, as soon as I got to the Post. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a oh, full-time yeah. employee in my adulthood. 
these Bama's like, yeah, sorry, you know, Post used to get tickets, but we wrote this. I think it was Boz, or I think it was all of them. It was, it was Bo- hey, Boz was, <laughs> was the like, one that put the Sally, name on the coffin. Bob, all of them. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. All of them. They eviscerated them, and and he got mad. He and he, he was got just like, small. nope. I'll yeah, show you. you. I'll show you. I'll show you and yet, take away tickets from my terrible franchise. Aha, uh-huh. and, and, and yet on the on the advertising on the whole joint, he's still taking their money. It's just still, you know the whole joint, the Washington Post. You know those the advertising joints that flip. Oh yeah, I'm like still say Washington Post every like first quarter or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, have it right here. Oh yeah, it. You know, Gunner, that that sums up the Snyder experience as an That's owner of this franchise. Ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. Um, next thing, and, and I'm trying to keep this. I'm trying to keep it brief, but there's just too many things. Um, he hired Scott McLuhan, who he decried, and he and Bruce Allen decried as someone with an alcohol problem. The guy who has orgy, drunken orgy boats on his hundred million dollar yacht. Right. Um, yeah, the guy who's noticeably shit faced. In mm-hmm. fairness, he carries really small stones in his pocket. As he should. <laughs> As he should. Because he's got really small stones in real life, probably. Um, yeah, this guy fired the guy who was instrumental in, in, in creating two Super Bowl caliber teams, the Niners and the um, the Seahawks. Seahawks. He had an instrumental hand in in, in, in in creating both of those franchises that made it to the Super Bowl. And he fired him for being a drunk. He and his boy fired them, fired him for being a drunk. And these are the two biggest drunks that you can name that have anything to do with football in DC or anywhere else in the fucking world. Sorry, y'all. Um I'm just a I'm a passionate fan. It's it's driving me nuts. I save all of this to get to my original point, something I sent to y'all a couple of days ago. Hallmark of the fact that Gruden is probably the world's most glorified quarterback coach is if you look up right now, and I encourage you, if you're listening to this anytime between now and Sunday, because I don't think it's going to change by then. If you look up who the, 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 the skins leading rusher is right now, you'll find that it's Adrian <laughs> Peterson. Oh, but you'll find that it's 34 year old Adrian Peterson. Because the the halfback that they drafted a year ago cannot stay on the field because his legs are made out of spaghetti. Um, You'll find that Adrian Peterson is the leading rusher with an astounding 63 total yards for the season. This is why. Season. Season, not game. No, we ain't talking about practice. We ain't talking about practice. Not practice. We ain't talking about the game, not practice. No. For the season, AP is the leading rusher. AP at 34 years old is still the best offensive player this team has. And Dan Snyder still is allowed to run this franchise, not into the ground, but he is he's striking magma at this point. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure there are worse franchises out there, like Oakland, for really? example, who, Miami. by the way, gave up the Miami. Miami. Oh, God. And the fans deserve better. They really do. They, they are in Miami, though. Yeah. Things yeah. aren't that hard for them. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Close. Oh, I know when I was boycotting for the last two years, you know, my man got a settlement or whatever. It's money. Um, so he, you know, whatever. We don't have to kneel anymore, I guess. I don't know whatever that means. All I know is I'm not boycotting now. <laughs> we're we're done kneeling. 
We're, we're past yeah, that. We're, yeah, you, yeah, we're past that, Jay-Z, Thanks. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little – I'm salty at both of them, actually, so whatever. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, I, made it so much easier to boycott. Like, this, being a Skins fan, I was like, of course I'm boycotting. I have no reason to. Mm-mm. I'm driving Monday night, Monday night football in the D.C. area at 4 p.m. <laughs> like, crap. I'm going to be stuck in traffic. No, you're not. no traffic. I mean, it was like everybody worked from home. I was it's like, beautiful, oh. boy. <laughs> I even heard on a Donnie Simpson show, shout out to Donnie Simpson. I heard on a Donnie Simpson show, they were talking at the same time I'm driving, like at 445, 5 o'clock, whatever it was. They were like, uh, you can get tickets now. Hey, honestly, my barber said he got like, like $25 tickets to like $100. Hey, Gunner. With a parking pass. My cousin showed up all day with a smart truck. Come on, man. (laughs) My cousin showed up to the stadium with a smart trip and got right in. Then he had to pay. Then he had to pay. (laughs) That came up with $100 and put on a uniform and get on the field? I can probably do a little. My hands are that Can can you run a 4 or 5? Nah. I I got a solid 4 or 8. I got a four eight for you. Right, come on, <laughs> put a jersey on. Welcome. See what you got. You got a ten twelve. Let's go. All right, you done, Javon? I'm done. I'm All right. Sadly, my dummy of the week is whoever is greenlighting pilots over at the CW because apparently we are going to get an Arrow spinoff starring Catherine McNamara, who played Mia Smoke, aka the reason most of season seven was so terrible. Uh, we are going to get that future spinoff, Jace. So, Ooh, yeah. what day do I have some future spinoff for what? <laughs> She's going to be teaming with a future version of Katie Cassidy and Juliana Harkavy, uh, Laurel Lance, and Dinah. Uh, yeah, Dinah Drake. Oh, cool. So, again, what do I, do I have for you to not watch day. TV? I, you know how their, their licenses are so silly. I'm sure they can't call it a Birds of Prey. And it's just going to be God she's, God go, network. she's going oh, to be uh, Green Arrow. She's not going to be uh, Black Canary or Huntress okay. or Huntress or the other one, Artemis. Yeah. Yep. So she's going to be Green Arrow and Black Canary is going to be working. Another CW with. show I will not be watching. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget, Batwoman's coming out soon, guys. I watched that. Good nice. Lord. That has good. You got somebody to watch normal. Batwoman. Yeah. Thanks. Sweet. Gunner can provide a weekly Batwoman report. Chief, you going to watch Bat- Batwoman? Me? I, I, I have no idea. Oh, okay. So it you're open for it. Yes. Sounds like a hard maybe to me. I mean, I, don't, I mean, look, I don't want to sound like a pig or nothing. Uh-oh. <laughs> here, here, we go. here comes a giant butt here. I don't even know there's a butt. He's just going to go, I will. I mean, look at I, I know Batwoman is a switch hitter, but I, I, hey, she's sexy to me. The, the who plays her? The woman who plays her? Ruby Rose. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. You, you know, it's funny. You got that creepy radio voice going. Like yeah, yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm watching it. The tequila is flowing here, folks. The tequila is flowing through the blood right now. But no, I mean, I know, honestly, in all honesty, 
in all honesty, she's an attractive woman. She's she's you know, I mean that in the most professional terms. Of course. Uh, no, she's 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 worth watching, and not just because she's a good looking person. It's just I've seen her on Orange Is the New Black, and what was she in that I was like, yeah, I like this movie. Resident Evil. Yeah. It was it Wick? Uh, it was actually uh, uh, two? Xander Cross Two. <laughs> no, three. Huh. That's terrible. Double X Three, whatever the hell. Resident Evil uh, Final Chapter. Made it was uh, she was in Resident Evil, but wasn't she in Wick Two or something? Yes, yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. yeah. she has some great dialogue. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. I she don't know so much. She's smoldering. She's smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing you guys tell me what's going on in Batwoman each week and if I need to start watching it. Thank you for taking the torch for that one. I mean, you're watching Legends. Gonna... That's the least we can do. Hey, man. Hey, no, no, I'm still waiting to let him fall on that sword, too. <laughs> no. Huh? Exactly. We're not giving him any credit for that. No, I'm saying. I'm like, uh, you watch Days of, what is it? What was that? Phoenix and Hours of Legends. Oh, wait a second. I wasn't doing uh I wasn't doing Dark Phoenix for some general public service. I was one hundred percent going to make sure this movie had an end credit scene. Oh. <laughs> you wanted a nail in the coffin. I did to make sure they'll fight. Was that the was that was the only movie you probably voluntarily like I'm staying to the last part of this credits over. Oh absolutely like, not. As soon as the credits left came on i left i just wanted i was i wanted to make sure i could be the first person to put a, a nail in with the hammer perfect yeah all right yeah. fellas well that'll do it for this one um we're gonna have a special episode for you guys soon because we're gonna link up and do another live watching of a entertaining and awesome movie so stay tuned for that one but fellas thanks for rolling with me thank y'all out there for listening this episode allows movie files has been filed <laughs>